0: Well, good morning. The first thing I'd like to say is that this uh, presentation is uh, aimed at people who are not members of the Memorial Society. Those of you who are, uh, I'd like to take this opportunity to uh, ask you to make sure that you're on the email list for the Memorial Society, because many of us have been members longer than email has been around. And uh, so if you would be good enough to phone the office, and the office number is on the brochures at the side, but it's also there. Um, if you if you let them know what your email address is and your phone number, then we can get hold of you and tell you when the annual general meetings are and give you any other notices that are sent out. So that's my that's my first message. Memorial Society BC, why it matters. Now, um, this is the problem we're faced with. Uh, the funeral industry is highly competitive, but it's also predatory. Not only with itself, <laughs> bereaved, and. Uh, there are of course many many uh, responsible and capable uh, funeral directors but the memorial societies exist to assist their members to deal with the fact that when you are bereaved you are very vulnerable to being uh, upsold on things you don't want and uh, there's no one right way to to deal with the death of a family member or next of kin but there is the right way to deal with the things you'd like to have happen as as the person who has died has preferences as to how they'd like to be uh, remembered and how their body should be dealt with. And that's what the Memorial Society is there to help you with. So uh, the Society then does that and at the same time identifies uh, reputable funeral service providers. We have contracts with funeral providers throughout the province. There are 30 different districts throughout the province. And we have identified funeral service providers who have agreed to give you their services at at a a price that is reduced from what you'd pay otherwise. And uh, the Memorial Society also acts as a safe go-between between between that uh, business and you, uh, in case anything isn't quite the way you'd like it to be. And so the office is much more likely to to give you a, a sympathetic ear than uh, the funeral provider themselves. The office is very good also at collecting data on which funeral providers are not doing a good job, and that helps us decide who to to have the contracts with. So the objectives of the Memorial Society are to encourage members to pre-plan for their final arrangements. And I might say, uh, not to pre-pay. And the reason for that is, when you pre-pay for something, you need to be there be able to make sure that you get what you've paid for and most of us aren't <laughs> uh, i can say that with some some reliability humanists know that they're not going to be there to make sure that things go the way they planned them to go they have to leave written instructions okay so but if you if you pre-plan then when the time comes the society will help you get the services you need at the at the best cost for what you want and the next thing is that you get to keep a reference record of those plans. And there's there's an arrangement form in the small brochure uh, that's on the side table for those of you who like to write on real paper and for those of you who don't mind writing on your screen um, it's also online now. And uh, so the reference record of the plans that you'd like to follow needs to be done in some detail and then you need to give a copy of that to the office, put that on file, but you also need to give a copy to more than one person so that they know confidently uh, what you want and and when the time comes, they don't have to worry about it or be influenced by the whims of the uh, uh, commission-based provider who wants to sell you things, mahogany caskets with with special handles and, and, and all that kind of stuff. Um, so that we link you also with defined cost service providers, and in the purple, which is hard to read, uh, to be the first number to call for the family. So when you when the family needs a funeral service provider, the first thing to do is to call the memorial society, and they will tell you who to call uh, for the for the. the services that that you need Um, and they also give you access to the plan in case you don't have it because it would be on file at the the society. So the MSBC, the Memorial Society, negotiates pricing with the service providers. They update those contractual arrangements often, which is why we don't publicize anymore the name of the funeral provider on the website We ask you to call the society so we can make sure that you get plugged into the right people. Uh, There's a long history for that. It provides 24-hour answering service to calls, and I'll tell you more about that in a few minutes. And it encourages people to to, to have services that are affordable, uh, that are dignified, simple, and compassionate. And uh, that goes also beyond simple pricing. So, the MSBC is a nonprofit consumer advocacy group, and its first loyalty is, its, is to its members. That's the kind of organization you want acting for you. Um, not somebody who's in business who says they have your best interests at heart, but you're never quite sure. It's a society under the BC Societies Act. It's been a society for 62 years now. I believe it started in a Unitarian church in Vancouver uh, 62 years ago. And uh, it contracts with providers throughout BC, and it serves Vancouver, the Lower Mainland, and all of the other regions of BC, including Vancouver Island, the Sunshine Coast, and all the way up the province. The uh, organization has contracts, as I said, with providers. We make sure that the business ethics uh, are observed. Uh, they guide the conduct of, the, contract, conduct of the, the way business is conducted with members. And as I said before, they prevent upselling uh, because that's something you're very vulnerable to when you're uh, emotionally wrought uh, when, when somebody passes away in spite of the fact that humanists pride themselves in being based yeah. on reason, and emotions. And they, uh, um, the choices you make very often first are based on your emotional response, secondly on reason, and sometimes the reason takes a while to kick in. So it's always, it's, it's, it's there, but it's always there at the beginning. So uh, MSBC, as I said, also um, deals with complaints, concerns, and misunderstandings for you if you have them. There aren't a lot, but they do happen from time to time. You pay a one-time membership fee, and uh, the way it, it takes place is a, a $40 fee, uh, one time only for each person. So there's no family membership. You're supposed to die individually. And... Uh, so yeah, it's very individualistic, in other words, but the the uh, membership then is forty dollars per person. If you pay fifty dollars, you actually provide us with a, a bit of a donation, but you also get mailed one of these. Now, I happen to have some free ones here today, so uh, you're, I won't charge you for these here today, but that's what you get or one of the things you get with the extra ten dollars. There's also a records fee payable at the time of death uh, and um, there's a, there's a discounted cost provided uh, by the provider under the contract that we have with them. So, again, at the bottom of society is part of a socially positive um, movement uh, to assist you uh, at your time of need. And that's something that uh, is worth a lot. Why should you take out a membership? Well, it gives you p- peace of mind, both for you and the family. Uh, I can tell you that it is very useful to have that. I'm not sure if everybody in the room has had to deal with the death of a loved one, but uh, it's, it's very um, comforting to know that that part, that part can be dealt with in a straightforward fashion. It defines and records specific wishes of the deceased, and that's what that form was for that I mentioned. And uh, it's here. Uh, it makes it easier to carry out those wishes, uh, and that's important too. Because then you know um, that you're doing what the what your next of kin really wanted. Are we providing the cheapest service? In the lower mainland, I can say, with continents, not quite. Because there are a lot of, it's a cutthroat business, and there's a lot of uh, providers that attempt to provide a, a cheaper service, but they don't provide all the other things we provide you with. And so... Uh, We don't seek the absolute rock-bottom cheapest provider or cheapest price, but we get the best price we can for for the kind of things we think you need. And uh, uh, we give you quality at a competitive price, and those contracts are regularly updated, often on an annual basis, uh, to make it uh, work well for you. So how do you make it work? You join the society through the website uh, with a one-time fee, or you send in the form I've provided you with here, You file your arrangement plan with the Memorial Society office and with close family members. That's important because when the time comes you don't want them fighting over what should be done. You want them to know what you want and then there's no argument. Um, When the member dies, the next of kin calls the MSBC toll-free number. That's the first thing you call, as I said earlier, and you get the preferences, you get the phone number of the current contracted provider. And that's the number that I showed you at the very beginning on the, first, uh, the very first white slide. So you'll get the office during the daytime, and the weekends and, and evenings you'll get uh, an answering service. So why call a society? Some of this is a bit repetitive, but uh, we're, we're coming at it in a di- several different directions to make sure that you understand what it's all, what it's all about. Uh, you call a society because the members then get the contracted price and service. If you call the funeral provider first, they may decide that you're not a member even if you are and they'll charge you more and not tell the society about it and then uh, things break down. It ensures service. If the member calls outside of business hours, they're asked to call again during regular hours to confirm that everything's in progress and then the office then faxes the provider. The most important thing to get going uh, is, is that uh, often uh, care homes require the removal of the body of the deceased within two hours. Now, that means they need to know. Otherwise, the body gets sent somewhere that you don't want it to go. And uh, that affects a significant number of people, people also in hospital. Um, And the custody of the body can be a problem if you don't let them know what's supposed to happen. This is all rather macabre, perhaps, in in a way, but it's really quite important to realize that. Uh, And contact information for the family has to be available from the care home. So there's a $35 record fee is payable at the time of death through the provider. This is part of the three-point control system that we have to make sure that the provider gives you the service that you're due, that the society knows that that's taken place and that you get the price that you're supposed to get. But if the member phones the provider directly, as I said before, then the contract price may not be honored and uh, society may lose one of its sources of revenue, which is a small source, but nevertheless it is a source, and the likelihood of being upsold is greater. So that's why there's these controls in place. So what if there's a pre pre-paid, a prepaid plan with another provider? And this, of course, does happen because many people think that's the best way to, to prepare. The funds will be accessible uh, to you by law, but the final cost could well be different because that Other provider may not have, may not be able, may be able to justify that they're not able to provide the service for the agreed price. But the money nevertheless will be available to you. Uh, what What happens if the call of the society is during regular hours? Well, then the member's funeral preferences will be immediately made available to the next of kin. And if you call a society outside of regular hours, that is, when it's taken by the answering service, then the member's preferences will not be available to the next business day of the society. But the important thing is that the body will be dealt with by the people you want to have deal with it. And uh, that's that's important to uh, make sure it happens. As I said, the body will be removed by the contract and service provided the safekeeping of their facilities and the next of kin can then make the necessary arrangements with the provider. So what are your preferences? Do you want to go out in the blaze of glory? Do you want to be buried in the Strait of Juan of Fuca in your gold-plated Cadillac? Or do you want to be given a simple cremation with no ceremony? Or do you want anything else in between? Would you prefer the maximum? Do you prefer the minimum? What matters? If you don't let the family know, then it leaves them in a bind. I might also say at this point that uh, um, leaving the family with instructions that you don't want a ceremony may in fact not be the best choice, uh, because the family needs to know, uh, needs to to be able to get together and and grieve and celebrate your life. My grandmother made that choice and it made it quite awkward for the family because they really didn't, they really did want to get together, and she wanted it to be simple, and uh, she in fact went a bit further than she should have gone in that area, so when there was a bit of a gathering, my po- my folks felt a little bit uncomfortable because they were doing what she didn't really want but she they knew why she didn't really want it so <laughs> it, was, it was all right in the end but it's important to let to to know what you want it's also important to think about your family when you do that and that's why the plan is 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 there do you want it to be religious or secular well this this set of slides is, is, uh, is uh, created for for all groups in this particular case with this group that 's already decided but how do you want to how do you want your family to celebrate your life that's not a uh, a, a religious question that's a that's a uh, a, uh, a human question do you want to have a ceremony uh you believe you are due you know uh, you happen to be associated with um, police force or uh, the military or uh, you're a member of the royal family. That's anybody's problem here. But uh, um, mm-hmm. you figure you do something more than the minimum. Basically, you can say what your preferences are. I guess you probably can't have a royal burial if you, don't, if you decide you want it. But the point is that in the plans, you need to describe what you want. You want a ceremony at all. As I've said, there's no one right way. But think about that last one about the ceremony idea. Do you want cremation or burial? Cremation is overall the least expensive. It's also becoming of concern because it means that things are emitted into the atmosphere that we don't want to go there, and a lot of crematoria um, aren't completely uh, fitted with uh, scrubbers to make sure that, for instance, mercury from amalgam fillings is not vaporized. But uh, mercury fillings are becoming less and less popular, so uh, (laughs) The problem is disappearing. But cremation is the overall least expensive. It allows your family to schedule a memorial service or celebration at a convenient later date. Uh, That is terribly important to a family where, these days, where the relatives are scattered across the world. Uh, In other words, a person dies, you make the arrangements, and then you say, we're going to have the ceremony at a time of the year when that person can be remembered in the most beautiful way. It might be next week, it might be six months away. The person's died. You have your ceremony when it works for you under the when you you use cremation. Regular burial may require embalming which costs you more money and a decision for an open or closed casket during the service. And I'm not sure whether you've ever experienced a funeral where there was an open casket but I have to tell you that I personally found it very disturbing I wanted to remember the person as as I remember them alive, and uh, there's some very good cosmeticians out there at funeral homes, but you know that's my opinion anyway. So if there's no embalming, then the time is of the essence, and the disposal of the body needs to take place quickly. And of course, there are some cultures and religions that 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 want you to do that the next day. Other options. So there's green burial which requires uh, 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 renting a plot for 25 years, uh, burying the body in a shroud uh, in the uh, in the earth. Uh, it's now available in Victoria. I think there's a second a second provider over there providing that. promession anybody who's a chemist here will know what freeze drying is all about. Uh, it's a little bit... Uh, well, it's, it, <laughs> it, it's it's freezing instead of uh, instead of uh, cremation, but the residue is actually uh, much it's, it's similar. You get a powder, and uh, it's been developed in Sweden. It is coming in. Uh, it's uh, not available, I believe, in in this area, uh, or even in Canada at this point. Resumation, Again, if anybody's done any kind of bio, uh, biochemistry studies at the university, yeah. will remember what happens when you put. Uh, and for me, it was it was a rabbit muscle in in the base. It dissolves nicely. and uh, that can be uh, that, that can that can take place. It's not available in Toronto. And there are others. Ninety um, percent of the BC population opt for a simple cremation, and it's even higher in victoria. BS, BC is the highest in Canada. And as you probably also know, BC has the highest proportion of people who are secular in the country. You can request whatever you want in terms of the ceremony, whether it's elaborate or simple. Um, and the question is, on the arrangement form, What kind of, uh, how would you like your life to be celebrated? Is there to be music? Um, some people don't mind, whether there's music or not. I personally, as an amateur musician, think this is valuable. What kind of music would you like? Uh, is it to be live or recorded? How much and when? Are there musicians in your family who could be uh, called upon either for free or, uh, to, or employed? Musicians don't exactly make a large living, so I encourage you not to take advantage of your relatives who are musicians. I happen to have some. <laughs> Will there be a reception? a uh, Reception or party is optional. Uh, I attended a number of uh, funerals in Winnipeg uh, before I moved here one one year in particular I'm thinking of, and one particular service, one particular ceremony, was simply a an afternoon tea party. It was a colleague of mine at the University, a zoologist who died, and he wanted all of his friends to get together and reestablish contact with each other. And by the way, remember him, but remember him as a pro-social individual who wanted to bring his friends together. Uh, is the party going to be with food? Uh, where might it be held? Should you worry about it? Well, probably not, because the cir- circumstances change. But catering costs can be substantial. And considering the pricing for uh, simple disposition of the body in the Vancouver area, the, the party will cost you more than the cremation, very likely, or of the same order. Other compor- important considerations, which is what this little booklet here is all about, And it's much more comprehensive than what I've got here. Have you made a will? Have you put together an advance care plan? Have you arranged for power of attorney to be vested in someone who is responsible, someone you trust? Have you filled out your organ donation card? And there are pages and pages of things to consider that are important in here. It was put together by one of our board members a few years ago. So join the Memorial Society if you're not already a member. There's the number again. There's the website. The office in Vancouver is on Broadway. It's uh, east of Oak Street and west of Cambie on the south side of the street. Um, see me after the meeting? Well, I'm uh, expecting that uh, here you find it's most convenient to, to go to the website or use the, f- the form I've presented, but certainly you can see me later. But don't put it off. As some wag said sometime, none of us gets out of this alive. So it really affects every one of us that we need to make sure we have a a plan. And having it recorded for the family means that um, the arrangements are what they ought to be. And that's a white slide at the end again. So that's the end of my first presentation. And I'm very happy to take questions um, on this for, for a few minutes.